I don't want to see it. All right, Robin. Taylor Swift. No. You say no. No. I mean, well, wait a minute. Let me stop thinking. Right. <laughs> and say yes. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Oh, she can sing and her body is amazing. She is so fucking hot. I would do a porn with her. Oh, my God. She is so fucking hot. I want to bang her so bad. Mm. Okay. Well, you know. You see, now you're thinking because you thought the opposite, because she's the opposite of a pregnant and black woman. Right. And, and, you, and you win. You heard it out in You know, answer. into big asses and so forth. But, right. And she doesn't fit any of that. No. <laughs> Rihanna. Rihanna. Let me not think. Don't and think. say no. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I just, no, I just don't like her. Yeah, you're doing great now that you're not thinking. <laughs> Every time I start to think, I say, stop that. Sophia Vergara. Sophia Vergara, no. No, no, <laughs> I just don't. No, I, I don't think she's hot, no. Jesus, you're amazing. You have not gotten one wrong since you stopped. Well, I can I cannot think. <laughs> Mark the bagger has he jerked off to Janet Jackson? No. Yes. Oh, uh, see, I thought yes. Yeah, you thought you answered too quick. You were, you were almost perfect. Yes. Her videos with her ex, with her ex, with her ex brother Michael. So you jerked off to a video of both Janet and Michael <laughs> together. Yes. Yes. He's not an ex brother. He's still her brother. No, ex brother. He died. <laughs> You're not thinking like Mark the Bagger. All right, I'm going to give you one last question. I'm going to see how you do, and then we'll end this mess. Has Mark the Bagger ever jerked off to Heidi Klum, beautiful Heidi Klum? Heidi Klum from AGT. America's Got Talent. All right. Try not to think, Robin, and say yes. Let's see. Yes. I think her accent is pretty sexy. Oh, well, <laughs> you sit next to her then. <laughs> Yes, beautiful Heidi Klum, he would. And, and Robin, come on. You had, let's see, one, two, three. I only you had nine. One. You only missed one out of nine. That's pretty amazing. That, that is, is incredible. I can't even believe the way he answered. Do you hear that? Yes, who's at the door? Uh, oh, it's George. George, come on in. What do you want to say? Howard. Hi. I, I must say that I, I don't support uh, jerking off to pornography. It's very exploitative. You know, uh, the only thing I jerk off to are old photos of Brad when he was fit. Right. And <laughs> he uh, was like a racehorse. Yeah, he was a thoroughbred, delicious, ravenous racehorse. Uh, right. I even got him a, a, a T-shirt now with his old abs on it because he <laughs> right. was so young and ripped. But he's still uh, so big that it's uh, very tight on him. I'm so surprised to hear that you don't jerk off to porn. That's insane. 
I mean, I would have figured you were a I'm big, shocked, big yeah. masturbator to porn. Well, Brad is like a Greek statue. Well, he was, you know. Right, come that's what I mean. From his long runs glistening with sweat, with his gluteus maximus tight and ripe, like an <laughs> apple picked fresh from the tree. Oh, my. Oh, yes. I'm getting oh, all worked God. up just thinking about Brad, Brad, <laughs> bring is... me my painting of you back when you what were is... in shape. What, what, what is when you look at a dude, what are you looking at? His ass, his penis, his chest. What are you looking at him? What are you thinking? Well, his entire musculature uh, right. thoroughly arouses me. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, I love admiring his his svelte physique. Right. Brad, <laughs> Brad, get over here. Come on, bring me that painting of you. I would love to lick his salty nipples after a hard workout. What would you like? Do you ever just stare at the painting and and then have sex with Brad? Like, in other words, you you just look at the painting and not the actual Brad. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I make sure all the lights are on and Brad has to wear a mask because it's too bright. And I don't mind at all. I just stare at young Brad. <laughs> <laughs> That's so insulting. I can't believe it. Such well, hard thighs and calves. <laughs> when you're when you close your eyes and you fantasize about Hollywood celebrities, you know I, I, I know I know you love Brad and I know you married, but certainly we all fantasize. Who is your like? Who's your go-to? Well, yeah. Howard, we you know I can only stick with Brad, and when I oh, say that, I it. well I use old photos of Brad. Oh, and I cut come out, on! I cut out his face and paste them onto Brad Pitt. <laughs> Technically, it, I'd still be masturbating to a Brad. <laughs> Isn't it kind of humiliating, though, to make Brad bring you an old painting of him where he looked good? I mean, that's not nice. I would never do that to my Well, family. they had it yeah. hanging right in the bedroom. Brad, Did you move bring it? me a time machine and we'll get back to when you were fit. <laughs> God knows it's not helping you now. You well, know, he's refusing to exercise up and down those stairs. He's getting bigger. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, listen, thank you so much, uh, George. And, 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 uh, and, uh, well, that's it. All right. Very good. There he is. He's, uh, George. Yes. Fun, George, I mean. Still, uh, Evan, you're on the air. Brad. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> ringing the bell. He's always ringing that bell, but Brad never shows up. <laughs> yes, Evan. Hey, Howard. Hey, now. Hey, hey now. now. Uh, you talk about um, listening to Trent Reznor and being a big Nine Inch Nails fan, and I was wondering if you ever planned on having him in studio for an interview. I would love to have Trent Reznor in my studio. I am a big Nine Inch Nails fan. I, we I can think plan all we want. They have to agree to do it. Yeah, we don't really. Yeah, you know, well, I'll what, tell you what's something. Baba Booey doing? Well, I'll tell you what Baba Booey is doing. First of all, the directive from me to Baba Booey is we don't we don't really. Um, we don't want anybody to come in who isn't really excited about coming in, first of all. So we don't push real hard. I know most shows who are guest dependent push really hard with publicists and stuff. Um, we, I happen to know this, that Gary several times has asked uh, Trent Reznor's publicist if he would like to come in. And we haven't received a response that I don't think we received a no or a yes. So to me, I, I don't want, you know what I mean? I don't want to like 
be a nudge. If the guy's not into it, he's not yeah. into it. So, you know, I, I, I just fair. know, like, for me, too, yeah, like, I get annoyed if people ask me to do their show because they know I don't want to do their show. But when I want to go out and promote something or I feel like somehow being heard on some of these shows, I'll get in touch with these shows and I'll go, hey, here's what I want to do. And a guy like Trent Reznor, yeah, I would love to interview Trent Reznor. I think that's an interesting guy. But, you know, he's got to be up for it. So we we, we have asked him. Yeah. But we're not pushy. Like, there are some Fair of these enough. shows. Well, like, uh, yeah, thanks. You know, some of these shows are really guest dependent. Like, if you do late night television, your, your ratings literally depend on who you're going to have on that night. It, right. it is important. And so, and I thank God every day that I'm not in that position. You know, our fans, yeah, if I have a guest on, yep, they're happy about it. If the, if, if, but if we have days where we don't, like today, we didn't have a guest. Right. That's fine, too. You know, whatever. So we're not in that position where we have to fight over guests, but the, the these talk shows fight over the guests and they get into such wars and people hate each other. And it is incredible. Is it, that it, still going on? Because yeah. it always seems like when you're talking to Jimmy and Jimmy and uh, Steve. All bullshit. <laughs> they're talking about how friendly they are and that mm. they don't have any competition or feel competitive no. with the other guys. All bullshit. <laughs> they all, and they will say, you know, they'll be friendly with each other and they'll say hi. You know, that, that has shifted. Like they, these guys are friendly with one another. Right. But, but <clears throat> privately they're all like, you know, motherfucker, like we had so-and-so booked and now we're getting them second and I don't want them. And it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I prefer my little lane where, like, my big celebrity today was JD. You know, and he was pretty good. Yeah, he was. He was funny. a good interview. <laughs> if you understood all the babbling, <laughs> right? Tyler, you're on the air in hey Wisconsin. Hey Howard, I was just curious: are you ever going to have uh, Joe Rogan on? Powerful Joe Rogan. Uh, I used to have Joe Rogan on all the time. Joe is uh, angry with me. I would have Joe Rogan on <clears throat> all these years. I've, I've wanted Joe Rogan on. I like Joe, but he has a problem with me, and I know why. It's I said something to him in private uh, that that uh, when we when we knew each other, and he was insulted by what I said, which I didn't want. I didn't mean it as an insult. I meant it just as an observation. I thought it was maybe something we could talk about, but. Whatever it is, there's, there's, um, I don't even know if he has dislike or something for me. I don't know, but, uh, no, I, I won't be having him on, but that's not my, that's not my idea. That's his. I like Joe, though. I like when he did the, um, where the people ate weird shit. Oh, yes. Uh, the, what was that fear factor? Yeah. I didn't know him when he was into all this karate and, um, the MMA fighting. Well, I think he was always into it. It was just not a, Thing that he Thanks. made very public, I guess, at that time. Yeah, I didn't know it. If I had known that he was, you know, that good with his hands and feet, I wouldn't have said what I said. <laughs> well, I was just reading something about him today, and it, it's always is his very successful podcast is how yeah. it's termed. You know, whenever you talk about Joe Rogan and his very successful podcast. He was saying on his podcast that eventually white men will just be silenced. 
because there's so what? much canceling of of anything white people white men white straight men say and so he's being called into question about that wake up uh, white people <laughs> let me tell white straight men the way it is white straight men run this country white straight men it's just like when you hear uh christians go they don't want to even let us say merry christmas anymore nobody's stopping you from saying merry christmas <laughs> And nobody's slowing down in terms of white men running this country. Wake up. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't hear what Joe well, said. Well, I but. think he he feels that he's bending over backwards to try to understand everything. And, you know, still it's not enough. From what I read, he has a $100 million contract, broadcast contract. That doesn't sound like anyone's trying to silence him as a white man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like he's talking and, and doing Yeah, it sounds like he's got a platform. Yeah. White men have no problem with that shit. Well, I love all these groups. Every group is always telling you somebody's stopping them from doing something. Yeah, well, that's the that's the whole thing now. You know, that's how Trump became so popular. He basically said, you know, gee, we're all being attacked. Yeah. And I'm the only one who can save you. And I'm like, really, Donald Trump's going to save you? I know Donald. He ain't looking to save anyone. He's not into public service. His goal in life wasn't to go out and help people. He's a businessman who liked making money. That's the Donald I know. No business being president. Um, it's not his thing. He likes his name in the paper. But this idea of like solving people's problems, I mean, you know, basically if you go into government, you got to at least have the attitude. And I know, I know some politicians and they do have this attitude. Like maybe you could affect some good in people's lives. Like maybe you could, like maybe gov we can make government work. Now well, they must so be nutty. in a small major minority because I don't now know they are. people. Well, it used to be, hey, yeah. you know, like like I had, uh, I've, and believe me, I know people want to tag me as some sort of liberal. I mean, my good friend, Senator Al D'Amato, who is one of the most staunchest, staunch Republicans there are, um, uh, Governor Pataki, uh, Governor Whitman, uh, geez, I, I can name so many people, um, um, uh, Rudy Giuliani, who I voted for twice. Uh, well, actually, I couldn't vote at that point. I wasn't I living in Manhattan at that point. No, but I would have. Um, a big supporter of his. These are well, people then. who <laughs> then these were these were people who were um, Republicans, but they were they were very into problem solving and making things work and run. But the business of government is actually a very dull, boring job. You got to really just sit there and just grind it out. And, uh, you know, I am really someone who is sad about the loss of the Republican Party. I don't believe there is a – I mean, the drumming this woman out, the Liz Cheney, that's nonsense. I mean, it, I don't even recognize this. I do believe that uh, Liz Cheney might go off and start herself a, a real Republican Party that, you know, is interested in meeting people halfway and, you know, maybe being a little bit more reasonable, not into the conspiracy theories. Not into hiding the truth about the COVID uh, coming. Not into the election was stolen. Mm -hmm. Which is uh, really Bob. undermining the country. That's what that does. I was a huge fan of John McCain's. Uh, you know, I, I'm not a 
a staunch liberal Democrat. I, I mean, some of these Democrats, the way they talk about Israel, I don't like it. You know how I feel about that. So, you know, I mean, but I don't recognize anything happening here with uh, this whole conspiracy, QAnon, all the fucking, you know, invading the Capitol because you don't believe the election was fair. Just stop already. There were there were a ton of Republicans who are judges appointed by Trump himself who looked at this evidence and said, this is total malarkey. Let's get on with it. And you're going to riot. And I, mean, I don't recognize any of this bullshit. It's all nuttiness. It's all gotten crazy. And just be happy Joe Biden's president, because I guarantee you, we'd be like India trying to get that fucking vaccine out to people if we still had that mess on our hands in Washington. The government's supposed to be about making it work for the people. And that's what I would like us to get back to. Just start building roads and improving our infrastructure, getting us, you know, the best kind of cable, Internet, uh, Wi-Fi everywhere. That's what we need. We don't need to figure out whether there was evolution or not and argue about that. Yeah. Robin and I want to get back to finding Handjob Connie for you. (laughs) Worrying about politics. Can't stand what's going on. So crazy. It just sounds like the world's going to blow up. Uh, let's go to Gavin. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Howard. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to call in today to tell you uh, how much you helped me. Um, I was uh, last year being in quarantine. I was the heaviest I ever weighed. You know, I was pushing three hundred. But uh, I decided to make a change and. In March, I started walking eight miles every day. Eight and miles? Where were you going? So far. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Good for you, guys. I, I, I download your show, and I listen to it, and I just walk. Wow. Beautiful. It takes about two hours. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and, you know, just but, uh, three meals a day. You don't, you know, and, and calm yeah. down with all it's that important. eating. I mean, it's so great to be thin. I mean, you know, to th- I even watch these young kids on American Idol. A lot of them are really, really heavy. And I sit there and I go, they must be miserable to be young, to have that young body and to be so overweight. I mean, they got to get to the bottom of what the fuck is eating them up inside that they they want to destroy themselves. Uh, um, yeah, good for you, man. I'm telling you, you're going to feel great. It's so great. Well, he also this- did something that you talk about. He actually walked. He didn't get on a treadmill. Yeah. And and walk yeah. to nowhere. He walks somewhere. Yeah, you move your tuchus. <laughs> Good for you, pal. I love it. You keep going. You keep walking. In fact, I see some of these uh, people. They should walk across the country and not come <laughs> home until they lose the weight. Good for you, Gavin. That's the way to t- take hold of your life, man. You're going to feel great. What was that famous quote? Uh-huh. Nothing. No, no food feels as good as... Being thin. I said it wrong. No food feels it. I'm waiting for the day I'd be thin. You're going to be thin. And you know what? You're going to go out and buy yourself some sexy clothes. And you like girls, right? Oh, yeah. You're going to be fucking like a madman, I bet, When you, once these girls see you. I'm telling you, I know guys, they lost the weight. They got good looking. I know what it was. Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. That was the big quote. I thought that was great. Real quick, Howard, I got a suggestion. You should have a death come on for a whole day or let Robin run the show for a day. I think that'd be fun. I 
I'm in full support that of that. Fun? What, I got to work now, and he's going to sit back? <laughs> yes, tomorrow, Robin, you come in and you do the show. I've had it. No, we like doing the show together. Robin and I, you know what? I'll tell you about Robin. There are days I kind of know where I'm going with something or what I want to do, but Robin always puts an interesting slant on it. So I feel that I have this uh, give and take back and forth that I so enjoy. I don't... I suspect she doesn't want to do the show without me, and I don't want to do the show without her. So that's it, Gavin. But, you know, I've said to Beth, though, I have said, I said, give Robin and I the day off. Go down and do the show. Yeah, let her do the show. I could go for that. Yeah, she doesn't want to do it. I'm looking for it. Uh, yes, Rock, The Rock in Michigan. Hey, Howard. Can you have uh, Ronnie work with the police sketch artist and do a portrait of Handjob Connie when she was young? And then do a age progression to when she's, uh, you know, 70 or 80 or 90 or whatever. It's already now. in the works. Is that right? Uh, yeah, we, we, we did hire a, um, one of these sketch artists so we could get an idea. We're trying to figure out. Yeah, what we're yeah. Another question, too. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, why, what, what's the deal? Why can't uh, there be a two-state solution with uh, Israel and Palestine? Because well, nobody's see, interested in the other people staying there. You're getting you're getting into it. Like my statement earlier was, let's not even. I, I mean, I explained some of how I feel, but you see, right. it, this thing is so deep. the 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 people living in so called like Gaza are being forced there by their um, bordering countries. They need those people there. There are so many countries, Arab countries, that will uh, refuse to accept the people who live. In that area, the only way they can kill Israel and Jews is if they can keep this thing going where, you know, uh, I don't want to get into it. You know my feeling about Israel. I kind of said it all earlier. I'm too exhausted to get into it. The, the, the whole thing boils down and why the world gets so upset. They, they hate Jews and they want to kill them. From day one, they didn't want those Jews there. And, of course, if you start lobbing rockets into Tel Aviv, the same as what would, we, what would we do in this country if they started lobbing rockets into Manhattan? What did we do? They, they, the World Trade Center, we went over to Afghanistan and fucked with them. And same with Iraq. So, you know, in Iraq, they weren't even doing anything. And we went over and fucked with them just because we were so pissed off. Right. This is, you know, what do you think is going to happen if you start lobbing rockets? And what is the excuse for lobbing rockets? This whole concoction of this Israel was such a fucking wasteland desert. There's no oil there. There's no water there. And it's just driving that region crazy. It's because they're Jews. And the but world none is of it makes it a difference if you take all that other stuff away. They're just people. And That's if it. people would leave each other alone and say, you know what? We're all living in this spot. Let's try to make the best of it. But they won't do and what that. Did, and what did Barbara Streisand say? People who love people are the luckiest people in the world. There who you go. need people. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Yeah, don't ask me about that because here's the bottom line. Everybody's already made up their mind on all this stuff. No, they want to keep killing each other. That's what's really going on. I don't believe that, but I know they want Israel wiped off the map. Well, again, if you can't talk to 
this other group and say, look, let's all live here together. And they say, no, you stole our land and we're going to keep doing things to stop. You wind up in this situation. Nobody wants to let go of the past. By the way, and, and please don't write me about it. Don't call me about it. I don't think I could convince somebody who feels differently about this topic. And I don't think you could convince me to feel differently. So I know you probably got some great arguments and it's cool. It's just, you know, you know, you're not going to change my mind and I'm not going to change yours. So don't, it's just a difference of opinion. Okay. So let's move on. And that's it. You want to know my opinion? I gave it to you and that's the fucking story. Okay, Mike, go ahead. You're on the air. Don't write me about it. I don't want to hear about it. Howard. Yeah. Hey, now. Hey, so, Howard, uh, I'm just about to finish watching hey now. Uh, this. Hey, now. Just about to finish watching The uh, Sopranos for about the 50 millionth time. I'm trying to fucking understand where John Hine thinks that show skipped a beat or missed a, missed a mark. It's, it's, a great, it's the greatest TV show ever, I think, and it never gets bad. There might I've be watched it. I, if you've episode, watched it 50 million times, I've watched it 50 million times. It is it is flawless. It is brilliant. There's never been a, a better show on TV than The Sopranos. I'm sure one day there might be, but that All is right, the gold standard. All right, I'm going to stop lobbying bombs at you two because it is not the greatest show ever. <laughs> Who, who's your greatest show? Give me, tell me the answer. Breaking Bad. No, wrong. That's a pretty Breaking great, Bad, great show, show. Robin. Yeah. That's a really great show. Yeah. But, it's no, got but some, it was not. Uh, there was some fucked up episodes. They lost though. their no. way a lot in The Sopranos. They forgot no. who these people no. were when they no. brought okay. in a new right. writing crew. And now you okay, got murky. okay, I'll admit. You do the show tomorrow uh, by yourself. Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that call was right. How dare oh, it, you? It was, it was yeah. weird when uh, uh, when Vito. It was weird if Vito that you know turned out to be the, the gay guy on the show. It was Why? weird in like the first season. Uh, no, it was weird that in the first season he was just a random customer in the in the deli, and and Chris like threatened him and he left the deli. And then like later on he was a construction guy. But then slowly you start just. There you go. That's the only weird thing. Other than that, the fucking show. Whatever. You want to sit and pick apart shows, we could do that all. All right, enough of him. (laughs) Who cares? Yes, Janet. I told you, I went back to watch The Sopranos. I couldn't do it. Oh, I I do it all the time. I do it almost every day. I love it. Uh, It's not one of those things I can do, and I loved it when it was on. But I cannot go back and watch it. So wrong. And that's proof positive that something's wrong. When you can't watch. <laughs> That's right. All right. Janet, you're on the air. Hey, now. Hey, hey now. So I wanted, to call, I wanted to call in to uh, let you know there was a weird thing that happened uh, with a girl that I was, you know, messing around with in bed. And she uh, brought out a butt plug, basically, for herself. Finally, and a good call. Middle- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You, so you're a gay woman, I guess, right, Janet? Uh, bye. It was actually bye. a oh, oh, this is so great. This is what I needed. Stop all this other shit. Sopranos, Israel. Now you're talking. So what do you look like? Um, I've actually called in before. You uh, saw me. Uh, you had a few pictures of me. Uh, the guys pulled up online and... Uh, 
several people tell me different things depending on what my style looks like. But most recently, I've gotten Sofia Vergara. Um, it's wild. I'm about you five, look like seven. Sofia Vergara? That's what I've been told recently. Maron. That, that Sofia Vergara, I've seen her in person. We had her on the show. That is some woman. Mama <laughs> mia. What a woman that you got a body like that how tall are you five seven almost five eight do you ever model i mean do you ever model <laughs> i have yeah i have modeled wow like what bathing suits uh runway actually wow i gotta see another picture of you. i don't know how am i not drawing this uh imagery in my mind gary immediately find me a picture of janet yeah, we need uh, Janet to have a handle. Uh, we I don't remember a <laughs> Janet. Hot Janet. Yeah, I had called in about a cruise ship uh, uh, guy that I hooked up with. This was a couple of years ago. And yeah, the cruise ship guy got fired, job. right? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, the guy, the guy was a masseuse. He couldn't contain himself <laughs> around her. She's, imagine he's naked Sofia Vergara. Sofia Vergara is showing up yeah, for a massage. And this guy went fucking nuts, and they, they, they found out about it. Yeah, uh, Janet, because you're so hot, I'm going to ask you a question. How would you handle the COVID-19 pandemic <laughs> if you were the president of Mexico? All right, never mind that. Janet. Okay. <laughs> so you're telling me you've done runway modeling. You look like Sofia Vergara. You're 5'7". What do you weigh? About 118, 120. Oh, wow. Perfect weight. You must be like... A hard body. Yeah, I work out a lot, like five or six days a week. Guys must go nuts when they see you. You must get hit on it constantly. Yeah, I mean, I don't go out too much, uh, but Smart. before COVID, yes. She can't go out, Robin. You can imagine no, what goes on when she goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a whole thing. <laughs> if I looked like that, I could go out. I'd be staying in the house. <laughs> He's a bodyguard. So, so you were with a girl. Yeah. And is she hot like you? Are you one of those, what they call like a lipstick lesbian? You like you look for other hot chicks? Yes, definitely. Um, I'm more into guys, but every once in a while, you know, I hook up with a girl. And she's, she's super hot. She has long black hair, uh, tan skin, also uh, Latin. And uh, who would she look like? I'm trying to think. I I don't know exactly who she would. I would say something like uh, Pocahontas in a sense, but very, very pretty. You mean like Elizabeth Warren type? No. <laughs> Stop. You mean like the, the legendary Pocahontas? Yeah, like long, straight, black wow. hair. Or like you know what Cher, that sounds like? She used to do that Indian like, thing. Yes, like Cher. That's what I was just going to say. Gary can share a picture. Oh, share a picture so I can get a little worked up here, Gary. Let me see what you did. Let me see the picture that uh, Janet sent us. Hold on, Janet. I need to see okay. this immediately. Hope I can get this right. Tell me if you can see this. All right. Gary, uh, give me one see second, it? Janet. Oh, yeah. Whoa. She really does look like Sophia. Yeah. No wonder you're, you're having all these experiences. <laughs> you got any uh, full body shots? That's just um, from the waist Hold up. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. But you can tell you. she's thin. Oh, yeah. And look at her face. Yeah. Have you had any work done, like a nose job or anything, or is that all natural? 
Not at all. Not a no sub, not a filler, not not. Those braces. are your lips. You didn't do anything to that. You don't have to work for a living, do you? I mean, you don't. Oh, you didn't do those lips. You don't have to work for a living, no, right? I mean, guys, lips. guys support you. Uh, no, I do actually work for a living. I'm actually a high level executive. How can you go to work every day and without some sort of HR problem? Um, um, most people that I work with are actually uh, gay. So. <laughs> Oh, that's, oh, that's good. A, you work okay. in a gay environment. That's a smart move. <laughs> that's very smart. I mean, you can't work with heterosexuals. Oh, okay. there she is. That was very hard. I'm looking at a full body shot of you in like a pink uh, bikini top with the sunglasses and the long hair. And then you got like a little white. Uh, what are those? Short shorts? Short or shorts. Or yeah. Hot pants. Like you wear the kind of shorts that like your ass cheeks stick out. Yes. Yes, that was on vacation, so definitely very, very, very short shorts. When you run around like that, I mean, are guys, like, hitting on you every five minutes? You know, they don't come up to me per se. Like, uh, I can see the look, but they don't really come up to me. Like, they won't, they won't come up and say, can I have your number or hit on me or anything like that. Man. But I can see or I can feel when I walk into a room or something that they're looking or staring at the gym. They stare a lot. I'm losing you, and I don't want to lose you. Either. Oh, look at this. Now I'm looking at a dress you're wearing. Look at this dress, Robin. I know. You dress like kind of like stripper hot. Like you've got a, a dress where the whole side is cut out with, with, wow. You might as well be naked. It's a peekaboo. It's peekaboo. Yeah, peek <laughs> <laughs> Nothing peek about it. It's all boo. <laughs> Wow, you, you, where did you wear that dress? Uh, it was actually a charity event. Uh, it was like a black and white party or something like that for charity. And, what was the charity? Uh, you either wore black or white. It was for uh, I want to say either Second Harvest or something for children. I don't know. I don't you wore that for a children dress like that when you're raising <laughs> well, money for children. <laughs> I bet those kids no donate a lot there. of money. <laughs> those sick kids must have been going nuts. Oh, oh whoa! Goodness, look at look this at shot. This. <laughs> I'm looking at a shot of you in a white bustier. It's like a t-shirt or a bustier. I can't tell exactly what it is. And you're Maybe bent over looking in the refrigerator, and the only light in the room is a refrigerator. Who's taking these pictures? Yeah. Uh, the, the auto timer. Oh, okay. Oh, auto timer. Good. That's even hotter. Like it wasn't even a dude. It was like she's just auto. She's so hot. She's auto timing her. She's auto timing uh, her pictures. She's bent over the refrigerator with her ass. That's some tuchus. No wonder you can have sex with uh, everyone. Well, not everyone. Does any guy ever turn you down? Since I called last time, so do, do any guys turn you down? Um, single until recently, like the last two or three years. So, um, there was a one guy that I was very interested in, and he didn't want to. All he wanted to do was have sex, so he didn't. He wasn't interested in keeping anything well, else understand. but sex going. 
Yeah, but, but, why, that, but she, she doesn't like, get turned down. They'll at least right. have sex with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, in other words, the answer is no. Guys don't no, turn down. Right. All right. So, so tell me what, what happened. You How did you went? You were in bed with a girl and a guy with this butt plug? <laughs> yes. Uh, just to make sure you understand. It wasn't for me because I'm not into that, but it was for her. She had pulled it out of a drawer and uh, she had, I guess, put it in herself and just to have it on, I guess, during the experience. And wait a second, um, back up a minute here. Don't, don't. Yeah. You just skipped a major part here. She's she's rushing it. Yeah, I. <laughs> there are guys jerking off right now. Slow down. <laughs> You're telling me you ended up at this girl's house. Yes. Where did you meet her? Okay, we. She and I met for drinks at a restaurant. And uh, the guy actually. What do you I mean you met been... for drinks? Like you knew her, and you said, "Let's meet for yeah. drinks." Yeah. And what are you I wearing? I've known you... her for quite some time. And what are you? And what were you? Uh, what were you wearing to this place that you went to have drinks? One of those little peekaboo outfits? <laughs> no, no. It was like a. It was like a tequila bar, so it was casual. I had like ripped jeans and a bodysuit, like a lace bodysuit, and heels. And what's she wearing when she shows up? She was wearing a white uh, mini dress with heels. <sighs> Jesus, this is this crazy. <laughs> I thought we were in quarantine. What is going on? <laughs> outside bar do you feel she was dressed that way to attract you that she had it in mind that she wanted to uh have sex with you well she's always been flirtatious with me um and i've just kind of pushed it aside and i never how, do you, how is she how was she flirtatious with you what did she do like she'd she'd say you know we're around people and somebody will be like oh um, you know if she was wearing whatever, and then she'll chime in and be like, well, I would eat her out if she was wearing that. Like, she'll say something like that. She'd say, oh, I'd eat oh, her I'd out. Oh, I'd go down I... on her. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She wants a bed. <laughs> How'd you end up back at her place that night? Manages huh. the bar. And hmm. uh, we were kind of tipsy, so he drove us back to her place. And we were playing, uh, like, she just invited us, you know, me. She was like, oh, we should go to the house. Wait a second, wait a second. We missed a part here. Some guy, you guys got tipsy, and who drove you back? The guy, the guy that we went, uh, the guy, I was saying the guy, right, casually. He's like, he's not one that you bring home to mom. (laughs) Oh. He drove you guys back to her place. Yes. He drove her car, both of us. Back to her place. Jeez. This guy knows he's going to score. Did you know at that point that something was going to go down? You probably knew. I had a feeling because she was touching my leg. And, like, when we were, you know, laughing or whatever, she kind of would come closer and, like, giggle around me. I don't know. I felt the flirtation for sure. Mm-hmm. I've never actually experienced that where someone wanted to touch my leg. So I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm just living vicariously. So you get to the house. And how soon do they these two start going at it with you? Well, he was really for me because she was actually dating someone already. So I really did not want to get involved with that thing. You know, like if she messes around with my guy, 
she'd be cheating on her man. You know what I mean? So it wasn't, no. that wasn't the intent <laughs> to begin There's with. only women worry about this kind of I'm shit. I'm like, Who I cares? don't even know what she's talking about. Yeah, right. Like, like let's skip that part. Let, just tell me something. How do you, how do all your clothes come off? So, so we are, we're at her house and I go upstairs with a guy and she goes to her room downstairs. And then he and I are messing around and she snuck into the room and, uh, she started to go down on him while I was by his head. So I was basically sitting on his face, and she was down there with him. Oh, so you went to a room. You're having sex with this guy. You're sitting on his face. She sneaks in, what, naked? This is a porno. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she starts blowing the guy while you're sitting on his face? Yes. And he's super tall. He's like six six. So... There was a distance between the head and the torso. Man, I so would have come so fast. It would have been over three seconds. This guy was able to hold on to his erection and not come with all this happening? Yeah, I mean, it was. we, we weren't in there super long. I'd say maybe 20 minutes. Wow. And so, how did, so she's hot. She's naked. You're all Sofia Vergara'd up. And you're <laughs> sitting on this guy's face. What was the problem with the butt plug? Well, then she has, she pulls out the, I don't know when it happened. I'm assuming it happened, you know, sometime in between. And then she puts it in and it has like a gem. Like, so it looks like there's a gem on her butt. Uh, Are you claiming that when she butt. was blowing this guy, she needed some anal stimulation. So she took the butt plug and stuck it in her own ass? Correct. I don't know the time frame when she did it, but yes. Jesus, boy, there's so many horny women. I mean, imagine she's so horny. She starts sticking something in her own ass. This is wild. So, you mean, she was getting turned on, and so she grabbed her butt plug and started to try to ram it up her ass. Correct. Wow. What, what are you doing? What was the problem? You said you're, there was a problem here. Well, the problem is that she has a boyfriend. Yeah. What's the problem? So she's cheating on her boyfriend with my uh, guy. Why do you care about that? Why do you have to ruin the story with that? Yeah, so so what happened with the butt plug? You said there was a problem. So Okay, so the problem with the butt plug was that it disappeared, and it was inside of her. So oh, I had to go in there and get it. Oh! <laughs> so did you make out with her or get it on with her a little bit? Yes, a lot, actually. It was mainly me and her, and... Uh, while she was doing that, like when I was down there, I did feel the butt plug. Yeah. And uh, so she then she would go down on me, and then we wait a second. And then so the guy I take it must have come, and then you two start going down on each other. Is that right? No. Well, he kind of pulled away and, and pushed us together. Yeah. And then we would make out, and then she was on top of me making out while he's kind of sitting on the side, rubbing her back, and you know, touching her. And, uh, so how did so you feel we, the butt plug in her? Where do you? How do you feel that? You mean you put your hand in her ass and you felt a butt plug? No, she might have felt it well, through the other opening. Really? Right. Exactly. So like then she kind of got up. She was on top of me. We both sat up, and then she was touching me, and I, we were facing each other in the bed. You know what I mean? And yeah. then like as I'm going to touch her down there, I felt it obviously because you have fingers. You know, I don't stick my whole hand in there. So right. around there, I felt it. Were you, like, alarmed? Like you were probably like, what the fuck is this? 
Yeah, I was like, oh, wow. And then I felt like the shape of it. And it was like, okay. So then when uh, he started having sex with her, I saw it. Wow. And then you probably thought it was a shit like, at first, right? Now. You were probably like, man, I think she's shitting in the bed. No, no, it was like, it was a hard surface. So it wasn't, mm. it wasn't anything that I thought was disgusting. No, it was, it was hot actually because it was really pretty. Yeah, she said huh. it had like a stone. Like a jewel. That sparkled yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is some lady. She's got stones in her ass. <laughs> but nothing ever like this happened to me. I'm famous. I'm supposed to be having that. <laughs> hey, I just got a note. Ronnie came in his pants. That's funny. Uh, are you kidding? <laughs> no. no I wonder if that ever happened I to know. him and Stephanie. So you're telling me, yeah, so with how did Ronnie's you, butt plug. <laughs> so after it's kind of like winding down, and I assume you had an orgasm from her going down on you and you going down on her, right? Yes, 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 yes. Do you 69 or do you do it like individually? Like she goes down on you and then you go down on her. So it almost got to a 69 when she was going down on me because um, she was like on her side and I was I scissoring on my side right so then she kind of pulls my hip towards her and we almost kind of flipped over but it it, it didn't go there she just kept she didn't want me to move at all she just wanted me to stay there so she's all she turned on with the butt plug up her ass and then like when it's winding down i guess she goes shit i got this fucking butt plug and i can't get it out so you dug in yeah. there yeah so i have to go in there and i you know i get a manicure <clears throat> and my nails are long <clears throat> so i didn't want to hurt her so i had to get the guy to help so he ended up kind of like hooking his finger, and once he was pulling it out, it was like almost suction cupping back in. So that was just very difficult. We had to put lube on her, and the more we rubbed around, the more we all started getting turned on, and we would continue to just have sex. Oh my god! And then and then kind of just leave it alone and not try anymore. Wow! Did you? In other words, as you're pulling it out, it became sexual, and you guys started in again. Yes, exactly. And how long did this go on for? Like, it was a, a while. It took us like a good five to seven minutes or so to really focus and, and work hard on, you know, getting it out. Because it wasn't, when I went, when I ended up seeing it, it wasn't even that big. So it, I don't, I guess that that was a problem. Could you please talk slower? A small percentage of my audience hasn't finished yet. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what, may you rest in peace. I know if Charles Grodin was still alive, he would even like this story. He he would he say, you know, would have finally changed his yeah. mind about you. Yeah, he would have been like, you know, this is this is okay. This Howard's is doing a public service. <laughs> yeah. By the way, when I was twelve, I envisioned doing this kind of radio show in my in my bedroom, <laughs> where hot chicks would call in and. Hey, you know Tell who's you about listening? Their butt plug experience. Jeff Goldblum is listening on, and he is so turned on. He wants to say really? hi to Janet. Yeah, Jeff. Mm. Hi. Uh, uh, oh, Howard, you've got to stop this. I, I, I can't stop coming. Oh God! <laughs> ah, there's come everywhere, all over my awards, oh, ah, ah, and uh, my uh, beautiful piano, my jazz piano, every key covered with. Me. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Why don't you come into a tissue? Why are you jerking off onto Everywhere. your piano? Uh, oh, this call was so unexpected. I was just uh, walking around and uh, suddenly 
Mm, explosive like a volcano erupting from little Jeff below. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a movie or something to work on? <laughs> uh, I was trying to, but this woman and her fascinating lesbian story is uh, salivating, and uh, you've got to make her stop. I ah uh, ah uh, oh I can't oh, stop oh, exploding. Oh, okay, stop. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> Marianne from Brooklyn seems to know Janet and says she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah? How do you how do you know Janet? Janet and I hooked up on Instagram for a while back. Hi, Janet. And everyone's going to be so jealous of me, Howard, because she's absolutely gorgeous. She has a beautiful job. And I, my highlight of the day is maybe I'll get a pedicure today. I mean, my life is so boring, Janet. I'm so <laughs> glad you called in. It's great to hear you, and I can't believe your stories. And you ought to stick a plug up your ass. I'm telling you. <laughs> maybe you two could hook up. That would be kind of hot. Yeah. Yes, Chris, go ahead. And uh, Chris is in uh, California. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, speaking for all guys in America right now, we're all jerking off a lot. Good, good. All right, Janet, let's get back to you. So, so when you pull out, was there any duty on the um, on this uh, butt plug, or like there was just nothing when you pulled it out? Finally, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Wow. Jeez, this girl sounds like she's on fire. Will you ever go back, or is it just going to be that one time? I think it's just the one time. Um, hmm, I never understand uh, I, 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 like, I don't like to plan things anyway. Like, if things happen, they happen. So the plan right now is no plan. See, I wasn't born good-looking like you. I had a plan and plan and plan. Yeah, yeah. if you didn't yeah. plan, nothing was going to happen. Yeah. See, for you, shit just happens. <laughs> you know? <laughs> How come? Uh, how come you haven't settled down with one guy? Are you a pain in the ass? No, it's just um, I'm picky. I'm very picky and selective. And um, I I was uh, married before, but I've been single for a few years. And you know the dating pool is awful, and <laughs> everybody is just fucked up. Yeah, that's what I tell Beth. I go. Yeah, you don't you want know, to go back out there, Beth. I go, honey, if you ever have fantasies of going back out there, there's no, believe me, you're stuck. Being stuck with me isn't that bad. We literally had that conversation. So it's really bad. Everybody just wants to get laid and just call it a day. So I mm. don't really date a lot. So every once in a while, because I'm super busy with my job. So every once in a while, I'll go have a drink with a friend and something happens. But well, I mean, otherwise, these... I'm just for myself. Uh, the, these pictures of you on Instagram are fantastic. Oh, uh, my boss, Jennifer Witt, she runs Sirius XM Pandora's Not a high-powered executive. Well, yeah. She's listening. She wants to just make a comment. Yes, yes, Mrs. Witt. Uh, Miss Witt. Stern, whatever you're doing, keep it up. Subscriptions are skyrocketing. I love it. <laughs> See? <laughs> Thank you, Janet. My pleasure. You're, you're my dream come true. You're my oh, don't say McCartney. that. Oh, don't say that. Let me tell you, back in the day before I met my beautiful Beth, I would have given you a run for your money. You would have been, you would have been finished off in three seconds. <laughs> I could have satisfied you. <laughs> I hope you can come quick. <laughs> I just get on top of you and it's all over. I'm like, okay, let's go watch TV. No, you're some good-looking woman, and you and you say you runway model. Thank that's you. the that's the epitome of that's modeling. real modeling. Yeah, that's real modeling. 
I do it a little bit, not like a career. I just did it, you know, to to help a designer friend out a few times, but that's about <laughs> it. And nothing serious. Yeah, me too. That's what I only model. Okay. <laughs> All right, Janet. God bless. Glad it worked well, out. You know, keep us call. in your thoughts. Call us again. Yeah, good. Th- yeah, call Thank us every you. hour. Uh, good thing uh, you got the butt plug out of your friend's ass because it might have been embarrassing if you had to take her to the hospital for them to remove it, right? Oh, my God. I would die. Yes. You know, we were going to get it out no matter what it took. Good for you. I love a girl who puts her mind to something and makes things come true. What a girl. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you for taking my call. Love That's you, a friend, Howard. That's a friend who will keep at it until she gets that butt plug out of you. Yeah, whenever I get stuff stuck in my ass, Fred always stays with it and gets it out one way or another. I go, Fred, I'm a celebrity. I can't be in a hospital getting shit pulled out of my ass. Uh, Mitch McConnell is a senator. He's on the phone. Oh. Yes, yes, Senator. You know, Howard, uh, I have to tell you, I thought that was a very un-American phone call, really. I'm called for it. I'm just kidding. I, I thought that was... Oh, that was really hot. I'm playing with my cock. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't want to think of him doing that. Yeah. What time is it? I got to get out of here. (laughs) I see Bobo is on the phone. Bobo, I'll get to you next time. All right. You know, he bums out. He likes to get on the air. He starts to get wacky and think that I'm ignoring him. Bobo has a hitchhiking story. Scary encounter. It's not going to be as good as Janet's story. No. Do you want to end on Bobo's story? (laughs) Was anything stuck in your ass, Bobo, at the end of your story? No, nothing stuck in my ass, Howard. But uh, I really had a a hitchhiking story that really uh, almost ended in me not being here. Back in the day, you know, I was in high school. Back in the day, back in the day. We're just ending on a high, you know what I mean? So so we want the story, but let's get it on the next show, okay? No problem, Howard. Have a great one, all right? All right, right. you too, Bobo. Okay. (laughs) The next time, I promise. All right, yeah. No problem. Yeah, back in the day, I got a vacuum stuck in my asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the day. What day was that? I don't know. 48? Okay. Well, Robin, let's just call it a day. We did We did a lot of radio today. It's enough radio. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.